welcome to the Prism of Torah podcast archive with your host, Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This podcast features a Devatara called Pasha's Kisavai, The Secret to True Happiness. Shalom to everyone. I want to share with you an idea that I heard from my friend Yonathan Geffen and he got this idea from his Rabbi, Rabbi Berkowitz. And I want to add to it because I think it's very relevant and although it's a simple idea, but it's, I think it's very important to have this idea part of us as we go into the Yomim Noraim. And Be'ez HaShem will add a story that perhaps shows how someone was able to live his life in the way we're going to discuss. So, first of all, we all know this week's Parsha, Parsha's Ki Savoy, there's the rebuke that HaShem says to Klal Yisrael, and all the curses are brought over here. And at the end of the day, all the curses, as we all know, is why the main reason is because Tachat Asher Lo Avadetem Et Hashem Besimcha. As the Pasuk says, Tachat Asher Lo Avadetem Et Hashem Eloikecha Besimcha Betuv Levav Merov Koil. Which means that the reason all these curses will come to you is pretty much because we did not serve Hashem with the gladness and with the goodness of heart and of an abundance, etc., of happiness. So the, so the main question is, why is this Parsha brought before Rosh Hashanah? And we know that the simple answer is because we want all the curses to end with this year and we start from scratch a new year with blessings. But perhaps there's a deeper idea as well. Question number two is, and this is what Rav Berkowitz asked, how can it be that during this period of time Bnei Israel got so many curses and punishments because they, they weren't serving Hashem with happiness? At the end of the day, we were never, we were never commanded by Hashem to, be, to, to serve Hashem with happiness. So how can it be held against us? Now, it's true, there are many psukim out there about being oived as Hashem b'simcha. But those are pretty much in Tehillim, where David HaMelech wrote them. That came at a later period of time. And if you're going to ask me that I totally missed the boat in the question, because there is a pasuk in the Torah that says, that talks about simcha, as it says, v'samachta b'chagecha, and sukkas, it says, one should be happy. And we learn that's, during the Moadim, the Chagim, a person is supposed to be happy. So that Chazal, our sages, teach us that that's specifically in reference to eating meat and drinking wine, which there's a mitzvah indeed like that to do during the Chagim, during the Moadim. But the question is, we'll just summarize the question, how can it be that it's held against us, against Klal Yisrael over here in the Chumash, in our Parsha, that they got punished for not being serving Hashem B'Simcha? Where is it coming from? So, if you look carefully, the third mitzvah, the, the Rambam, in Sefer HaMitzvah, which is the book where he lists all the Tariyag, the 613 mitzvahs, mitzvah number three, mitzvah number three is the commandment to love Hashem. The Rambam says, he should tzivanu le'ovo, etc., etc., and we should look carefully into the way Hashem deals with us and the mitzvahs and the actions He does for us 
and through that we should will be happy and besimcha. So you see that part of the mitzvah of loving Hashem has this idea of being besimcha. The way Rav Berkowitz adds to this Rambam, but it's pretty much as I see in the Rambam, based on the Rambam, he says that the mitzvah of Avas Hashem, of loving Hashem, is to walk around with a real feeling of joy to be alive, joy to have created by the Riboy Nishiloilam and put into his beautiful world. It is of living a life where Hashgacha, which is divine providence, is leading you on a path to become bigger and more mature and wiser and closer to the Riboy Nishiloilam. This is the mitzvah of Avas Hashem. So we see that indeed we are commanded to being Oyved Hashem B'Simcha. And that's through the mitzvah of Avas Hashem, which makes a lot of sense. Because when you love something and admire and you realize what Hashem is doing for us, then suddenly you view the world in a different lens. You, you realize everything is for the best, which really connects us to the previous Divrei we were saying. It connects us to the idea that we like the war of Nisyonot, because that's what life is all about. It's all here for us to grow, and through the Nisyonot to get closer to Hashem. So if a person goes into life with that frame of mind, then he's happy no matter what comes his way. It also connects to our Dvar Torah that we said two weeks ago. Where two weeks ago was a stira in Rabbeinu Yoyna, and we said there's two different facets of doing tshuva that are very important. They complement each other. One is that it has to come from you. Because if it comes from an external source, then it won't be able to last. On the other hand, you need an unbiased opinion. You need someone above you that tells you this is how you should get better. And therefore, you also need tshuva from an external source that will trigger your tshuva. But it needs to come from you. What I forgot and didn't have enough time to say two weeks ago is, the million dollar question is, how do you get about, how do you get yourself and how do you trigger yourself to get closer to Hashem? So that, the Rambam himself also answers. And it's related to what we're saying now. How do you bring yourself to love Hashem? It's hard to force one to love something. So the Rambam says, really, three ways. The first way is, you just have to look at the creation of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu did. Hashem created the world and the human body and trees around us. It's, it's remarkable. We're so used to this reality, but really, if you think about it and take a couple of minutes to think of what Hashem created for us, of course you're going to end up loving Hashem and being besimcha all the time when you do Hashem's commandments. Even a, a small thing like a tree that produces a fruit, and that fruit has a pit in it that can create tons of trees itself. And the fact that Hashem created fruit for us in a way that will have a nice color and a nice smell and a nice taste, it didn't need to happen that way. But Hashem is full of chesed and wanted to create a reality for us that will have all of this. And through this we connect Hashem to having the ability of every time we eat saying a blessing, every time we smell something nice we say a blessing. That connects us to Hashem. The human body is remarkable. Of course, especially for those who learn biology and, and medicine and are doctors, every item of the human body, even till today with huge machinery, we can't really mimic what the body is doing. The digestion system and the enzyme the enzymes at work and how the blood gets cleaned with a little kidney every day. Huge machines can't can't do exactly what the kidney is doing. And the heart, a muscle that pumps and even has its own built-in electrical system, 
which produces electricity that keeps going in theory can work even without the brain telling it what to do the the the, the way the eye works how it can focus and take the r- just the right amount of light it's remarkable there's there's no end to these stories to nature around us all the time to the fact that Hashem created the sun and put it in an exact distance that we can benefit from it but it won't burn us there's no end we don't take time during the day to think about this but just taking time to think about it that perhaps is a way a facet of us connecting to Hashem and and performing the mitzvah of Ahavas Hashem because through that also we get to love Hashem and and we're happy because we're so lucky that Hashem put us in this world to get closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and work on ourselves and be metakin our neshama to, to, to a higher place that's one way the second way that Rambam tells us is when you connect the Torah and see the infinite wisdom within the Torah, that's also a way you can suddenly become really happy and connect Hashem. Between the infinite wisdom and chesed that Hashem did in the creation for us, and the infinite wisdom within the Torah, and a person that really dwelled into Torah knows what I'm talking about, a person can get really happy. And that's that's what the idea over here. And if you really come to the realization and are conscious of the fact that Hashem created the world for us then the person jumps out of joy every day and if the person doesn't then something major is missing and that's why all these curses are coming because if you come to the acknowledgement of what Hashem did for us He created an optical illusion for us with, with a beautiful world that seems unbelievable if you think about every facet of it and a beautiful Torah with infinite wisdom then of course a person should be over the Hashem B'Simcha. almost makes no sense not to be over the Hashem B'Simcha. And no matter what Nisayon comes to you, you'll still do a B'Simcha if, if, if you're really holding and are conscious of, of these ideas around us. The last but not least, really it is the least, the last uh, way that the Rambam says a person can connect Hashem and get and achieve this Ahavas Hashem is when a person is able to self-sacrifice himself for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The fact he feels that and is willing to give up his own life to Hashem, that in itself creates a connection, the epitome of a connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In previous generations we saw in Jewish history that many people were willing to do that and in fact they did do that. Even people that seemed on that seemed from the outside as if they weren't so religious and weren't so committed to Torah Mitzvahs but you see that they were willing to give up their lives for HaKadosh Baruch And that's an unbelievable thing. That shows you how each neshama is holy and, and can connect to Hashem. Today, Baruch Hashem, we don't have that opportunity to give up our lives for, for connecting to Hashem, for Yiddishkeit. But, we do have many, many opportunities, perhaps more than ever, to give up many things laziness, the materialistic ideas that are around us which is reached an extreme that was never before in history, so we have an opportunity to be self-sacrificing these things to connect to Hashem to close all the gadgets that are around us and to give time to Hashem, to learn Torah, to do Chesed, and that's an unbelievable thing and perhaps this is exactly why it is the time to remind ourselves it's not just an idea to let the curses go by and start a new page, Daf Chadash, for the next year, but rather get to the point where we can think about what life is all about and how Hashem put us here 
and to think about nature around us and the human body and the infinite wisdom of the Torah and through that realize how we want to get close to Hashem and that is the best way to go into Rosh Hashanah which by the way the whole theme of Rosh Hashanah is to be Mamlich HaKadosh Burchu we put Hashem first we know that Hashem runs the world He created the world for us in such a magnificent way that of course that would lead to this mitzvah of Avas Hashem which embedded within it it goes hand in hand with the idea of being besimcha and if you're not besimcha that's not good that's why the curses come but we work on ourselves think like the Mesilas Yisholem says we have to be me'ayin in his he first says you have to have Lishon Zehus Zehus is because you're thinking about how you live your life and you realize that we want to connect to Hashem I'll just end with a story that I said a long time ago perhaps three years ago even but I think this story is Mamish shows how a person lived through this idea that we're saying that realized everything is everything in this world is an assignment for us and it's really just a way for us to get close to HaKadosh Buhu, and therefore he lived his life always besimcha. this person was a big Talmud Chacham and he spent most of his hours learning and he decided to write a book and the book was ready he just needed to get funds for the book and he got funds for the book and the day after he got the, the funds, the money in an envelope for the book, suddenly his wife gets an urgent phone call and says, your daughter just broke her leg and you need to come and take her to the hospital. So she wasn't thinking straight and she wrote a note for the rest of the family that they'll know and she put it on the door and she says, the keys are in the electrical box. So what happened, someone saw that note and said, okay, I'll take the key. And he, pretty much, they robbed their house. Everything was a fuch, everything was upside down because they went through everything. And when the father comes home, he sees everything and he realized that the envelope with the money for the, all the funding that he had for the book was gone. But the father realized what life is all about and realized this is all just an optical illusion so he should not get upset, quite the contrary. He should be happy because he's lucky that Hashem put him in this situation right now. This is the best, for, the best thing for him. So he decided, I am now going to use this time to be happy and I'm going to show the family that one should be happy. So he got everyone together and they started dancing and they, sa- and they sang, Ivdues Hashem Besimcha, etc. And the neighbors thought, what's going on? Did you deserve a mazel tov? They said, no, we were just robbed. They said, what? They said, yeah, we were just robbed, but everything is litova, everything's for the best. And the story, even if it ended here, I think it would be an amazing story, but it's not. Not only did this family work on their caste, on their anger, and not only were they happy because they truly felt in their heart that this is what life is all about, but the story continues. The next day, one of their neighbors that heard about the story, because he's the one that knocked on their door and said, is there a simcha? And they said, no, we were just got robbed. So he went the next day to to the bull site called over here, the diamond exchange place. And the minog, the tradition over there is before they start the day of business, everyone has to say a nice story. So this person, this neighbor, said the story about his neighbor, that's uh, what happened. And someone was so moved by this story that he said, I want to take care of this. I want to be the one. I want it to, I'll pay for the money. Tell me exactly how much. I'll pay for the book, sorry. How much is it costing to publish this book? I'm going to reimburse him. I want to give him the whole amount. Tell me the exact amount. And so that's what happened. And he gave the money to the person and the book 
was published. Unbelievable thing. Ashreichim. Am Yisrael. Look how much they care for one another. But the story doesn't even end here. Even if it would end here, it would be amazing. But it's, it continues to go that when they cleaned with his family, when they finally cleaned for Pesach, then in one of the books, he saw the envelope hidden there. Probably someone put it there and they forgot. So he had the money. So that's amazing. You see what happened at the end, that he found all the money. But if the story would end here, it would still be amazing. But no, the story does not end. It continues. He calls up the person and says, Listen, the truth is I found the money, so I think I should get it. I want to give it back to you. Thanks for helping me out, but I found the money. So the person said, No, it's my schus. It's a merit for me to be part of your family by, by giving you the money for the book. So anyways, you should keep it and do whatever you need for your family with the money. I'm happy to be a part of it. And that, that's a true story. It was in the... Whenever I said it that time, it was in the magazine over here that we get every week. And you see from here an example of a person living his life, which he obviously worked on himself, on himself and his family and realized this is what life is all about. Are we going to fall to the optical illusion that things are bad, what they seem to be bad? No. We know that it's an unbelievable chesed that Hashem put us here, an opportunity for us to grow, to get close to Hashem. And when a person feels like this, he'll always be happy. And that's why it's so important to work on ourselves, especially now as we're approaching Rosh Hashanah and being happy, being Ohev Es Hashem, which will be putting us in the best frame of mind for Rosh Hashanah, where we're Mamlich HaKadosh Bochu. Have a good Shabbos. This is the Prism of Torah podcast. Dramasaf Aaron Prisman. Please share with your friends and family. PrismaofTorah.com is where you can find the full archive of Divrei Torah. You can contact us through the website. Once again, prismoftorah.com This podcast was produced for free by Ellie Podcast Production. Lunishmas, Leibas Yonah, Yaakov Alexander Ben Mordechai Doiv, Isaac Isaac Ben Moshe.